Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study from the Epistle of James, chapter 4. Reading from verse 3. God gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Now, open your Bible, and join David, as he teaches from James, chapter 4. There are two reasons why you don't get what you want. One, because you're not asking God. And secondly, because you're asking with the wrong motives. Because you want something simply for your own pleasure. I mean, what we're looking at here is spiritual issues. And spiritual issues are so important uh, that we look at things from a spiritual perspective, not just material. (laughs) It's quite funny because um, if I give you a very simple illustration, this one will surprise you. Come on, are you ready to be shocked? Um, I... I, 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 I wasn't being paid very well. I was full-time in ministry and evangelism, and so many uh, do suffer financially. And uh, I could only travel with old cars, and uh, they would break down, and it ended up. I can think of more than one occasion where I've ended up at my preaching appointment on the back of a tow truck. Literally, (laughs) on one occasion, I was supposed to preach in a church. I broke down and uh, I called the breakdown service. And the miracle was, and this is how God does interfere. The miracle was the guy that drove the breakdown truck was a member of the church where I was due to preach. (laughs) And he literally took my broken down car to, to the church. But In the end, that was actually after I came out of prison. Um, People don't realize the difficulties I had because my family weren't supported in the prison. Uh, When I came out, I I didn't have any money at all. And anyway, it was difficult. But the thing is this, that eventually, after going through a period of these broken-down cars... I decided that I would have to get a better one. And I went to a dealer looking for a second-hand car and um, found one that I liked, that the dealer apparently had. Um, But the strange thing is, when it got down to buying it, it was already sold. Somebody else had it, and I couldn't have the car. And... I entered into a a conversation with the Lord, and it's like the Lord was talking to me. And um, what he was saying was, now, that car was, um, again, a second-hand car. It wasn't new, and it would have had the responsibilities. And it's like the Lord said, now, if you could really choose, and it's so strange because it so fits in with this, that the Lord was actually saying to me, now, if you could choose, what would you really do in your circumstances? And that's, oh, I wouldn't buy another old second-hand car. I'd buy a new one. The amazing thing was, that's exactly what I did. 
And you know, it's, it's so interesting because it wasn't just because I wanted to show off with a new car, but simply because of all the traveling I was doing, thousands of kilometers, miles, whatever it is, um, I really needed something reliable. I remember that um, when I went to Jerusalem the first time, you know the story, how I was the first person to go overland all the way from England to Jerusalem to attend that conference at Pentecost. And I made the decision then, uh, this was long before my imprisonment and so on, but I made the decision then, if I was going to make that journey, I could not do it in an old car. It had to be new because all the difficulties we're going to go through, if we didn't go in a reliable one, then we wouldn't have just trouble with customs and, and borders and police and communists and thieves and so on. We'd have trouble that it would break down. It's the same thing. It wasn't simply because I wanted that, but it became logical and I asked God to provide it and God did and of course that was to change my life in verse 4 he comes onto something very different he says you adulterous people Oof. and if you look in the authorised version it really does emphasize this on adultery but in this case what's he talking about no he's not talking about marriage he's not talking about simply relationships between men and women he goes right and hits the nail on the head come on because he actually says don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred to god oh Christian, you can't love one and the other. The scripture actually says you can't serve God and mammon. And here it is. James likens this to adultery in a marriage. And it's not the marriage. It's your relationship with God. Don't you know? that friendship with the world is hatred towards God. In the next verse, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Now, this is strong language. And I want to remind people that you cannot, this, James says it's like adultery that you cannot have friendship with the world and God. Or in verse 5, do you think Scripture says without reason that the spirit, the spirit that he caused to live in us envies intensely? Wow, I've never seen this before in Scripture. Mm. That the Holy Spirit in us which is the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, is envious. Wow! <laughs> I think this is very strong language. 
God doesn't like it. We have to choose. We have to choose one or the other. You either choose God or you choose the world. But he gives us more grace, verse 6. And that's why in verse 7 the scripture says here very, very clearly, submit yourselves to God. Mm, that's where we started, isn't it? Submit yourselves to God and resist the devil because he will flee from you. You know, I get people who try to spend a lot of time teaching how we overcome the enemy. The scripture is simply clear, resist the devil. Stand up against him. You know, in my years of ministry under communism, you, you will never know, people will never know, because communism is so far in the past, those years or so, 30, 40 years in the past. But I literally had to fight all the way. I resisted the opposition. I can remember the time under communism, it was in Bulgaria, I'd seen a tremendous move of the Holy Spirit in the media, under communism, in the church. And I said to the pastors, we have to take a stadium. And he said, you can't. It belongs to the Communist Party. Well, I said, let's try. So we went to talk to the directors of the stadium and they said, no, you cannot rent this stadium for religion, for what you're going to do with evangelism. It belongs to the Communist Party. And we directors are members of the Communist Party. We have to do what we're told. We cannot do this. But, you know, I was fighting because I, I had... The only way I ever succeeded in evangelizing under communism is by fighting, literally. And I remember saying, Lord, I want this stadium. Change these men. And after some long time of them repeatedly saying, no, we cannot rent you the stadium. It belongs to the Communist Party, not us. We belong to the Communist Party. We can't do it. Suddenly, just so suddenly, I'll never forget it. It was such a moving experience. When I was saying, Lord, I want this stadium, change these men. They suddenly looked at us and said, we can't rent it to you, but there is nothing to stop us giving it to you for nothing. <laughs> I can remember those words in the Russian, this platinum, without money. And we got that stadium, and the result was that in the four days we were in that stadium, the Holy Ghost came down so powerfully, and revival spread and swept right through the whole country under communism. Why? Because I was resisting the devil. And he will flee from you. For over 30 years, David has ministered in Ukraine, evangelizing in almost every major town and city. Our evangelism has been broadcast on their regional TV channels, with untold numbers coming to Christ. This year, David will continue to minister and pray for the peace of Ukraine. Daily our staff are helping the displaced, 
and vulnerable. Please help us to minister to the hurting. Our God is about to do great things. His power is on the increase. And he wants to demonstrate his power through you. In 1994, David Hathaway set out to win Siberia for Christ, by signs, wonders and miracles. Over 100,000 received Christ. And over 1,300 miracles of healing were recorded. Why Siberia is the amazing story of what happened, and will challenge you to evangelize your city, your nation, and see God's power revealed through you. Why Siberia is now available on Kindle from Amazon. Or visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop for the paperback edition of Why Siberia. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.